Hello everyone and welcome to the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. Also known as the Profane Argument Podcast. Cacaw. For Tuesday, July 10th, 2018. My name is Ray and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, if you want to join in our conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post your thoughts or a link to an article you'd like us to take a look at. This week, we will be talking about Leonard Leo and the Federalist Society, kind of as a follow-up, but in any case, more information about the Federalist Society. I learned something this week. Uh-oh. But first, from our listeners, and as a follow-up to the story, if you remember Duterte, the president of the Philippines. Oh, we know him well. He's one of our longest <laughs> and bravest allies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Great guy. Yeah, great guy. It took a lot of moxie to take over that country. You know, a lot of people were against him, and he still did it. <laughs> so we talked last week about the fact that he's gone too far by saying that the uh, original sin is a stupid idea and that the idea of God is, is silly. Well, he's, he's, he's doubled down. He's gone a little further. He said that he would quit. He would resign if somebody brought evidence of God to him. <laughs> wow. In this highly Catholic country. Yeah. Boy, you want to hate this guy, but that is some baller <laughs> shit, man. I was going to say, <laughs> that is, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is, I had some other things to say, but I was like, nah, this is the wrong show to use that term. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I have on him. He's just, I, I, I find it amusing that he is really distancing himself from his people in, in more ways. That's, it's unbelievable. I mean, of, of all people to, to say that they don't believe in God and to quote unquote come out as an atheist. I don't really want him in the group, but you know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> well, you know, typical dictator is atheist. You know that. I know, but this has got to be a tough one for the Trump guys because they usually support the guys that he likes and they love to point the finger at the bad guys and be like, well, Hitler was an atheist and Stalin was an atheist. And they're like, oh, shit. Trump likes this guy, but he's an atheist. What do I do? Trump is pro-atheist dictators now. (laughs) (laughs) My friend's going to have to go back to atheism now. He's going to have to... (laughs) Oh, no. Wait a second. He also says, I'm just reading a little bit of this article. He, however, suggested that there must be a god or a supreme being that prevents billions of stars and celestial bodies from colliding in a frequency that could have long threatened the human race. (laughs) Wow. Oh. Right, so he's just a moron. Yeah. Boy. Oh boy. <laughs> if that's what he thinks when he looks up in the sky. Yeah. Like, whoo, thank God God's up there. We'd be slamming into Jupiter any minute now. <laughs> I don't know. He repeatedly calls God stupid, so I guess he's not an atheist. He thinks God exists, it's just not in any sort of intelligent manner. Right. In any case, <laughs> another uh, Oregon couple this week. Was convicted. They are headed to prison for letting their newborn die. This is another Church of Christ, uh, Followers of Christ Church, the Faith Healing Sect. Some of the numbers that I saw in this article, though, were it was just way too much. They have in this, uh, well, the Oregonian reviewed records of the area between 1955 and 1998 there are 78 children buried in the followers of christ church cemetery they did an analysis of the cause of death and concluded that at least 21 of the children could have been saved by modern medicine Mm. this couple in particular didn't go to the hospital they didn't know that she was pregnant with twins when the coroner was called 
he, he knew what he was walking into, uh, kind of. But after he got there, he realized that, uh, yeah, there were two babies. And he, he told them that the second one was in medical risk mm. and to take them to the hospital. And the, the grandfather, Walter White, by the way, <laughs> uh, grandfather, said, thank you for your input. And then escorted him out of the building. Wait, wow. why were they at the coroner? They called the coroner to their house, to, to where the, the, the kids were born. And the kids were alive at this time. No. Uh, one, one of them dead. had passed away. One of them uh, passed away eight hours after its birth. Okay. And then the other one passed away. Well, I, it doesn't say that. I don't know that to be the case. But they were they were found guilty of several different things, n- the neglect and the, the normal stuff. Right. And uh, But the parents were found guilty of that just from the, the one child that died so i don't know what the status of the other child actually is i don't know that it says in the article but since they were twins yeah they were born three pounds and such which is always risky so and a little early i know we probably ask this question every time but (laughs) you call the coroner he comes to your house for a dead baby Mm -hmm. and he doesn't normally call the cops or what is the story with this? Oh, he did. That's how they got arrested. He did, but normally they don't? And I don't know. This is insane. They didn't used to. Right. Um, I don't know what changed. I don't know if they switched coroners. I don't know what the, the deal is, because I, we had the one story where... Oh, yeah, that special coroner. <laughs> right. A, a coroner, the, the deputy coroner took over and was like, yeah, we're calling the cops every time now. Yeah, we're done with this. You know, I, I'm noticing, too, that every time we talk about one of these stories and they show a picture of the couple, they are young. Yeah. Yeah. Very young, and this one got crazy eyes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, his eyes are completely bloodshot. I imagine he's been crying, probably not understanding why God didn't think he deserved a baby. Two babies, but yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, again, this is a sect of Christianity that they believe that God heals, uh, but they take it a little further, and they say that God always heals. So if... He doesn't. If, uh, if somebody <laughs> dies, well, it's because God didn't want you to live. Well, Man. and like I always say, break one of their arms and let them sit there and ask if they want a doctor or not. It's kind of depressing story, but yeah. you know, it's at least at least they're actually prosecuting these people now. Yeah, but w- will it prevent you know the next family from doing the same thing? No. I mean, Hope- it's- hopefully, it opens their eyes and people start leaving that church. I don't think it will, though. I mean, it, it, as a deterrent. Um, they think if they don't follow this church, they'll go to hell. What's worse? I mean, what they'll try, what they'll start doing is not calling the coroner. Well, then you got real big problems on your hands. Worse yeah. than going to jail for you know homicide and criminal mistreatment, negligent homicide, like hiding a body. <laughs> yeah, like burying in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I say just break their arms, break their legs, <laughs> and let them sit there and go. Okay, well, is God healing? Why isn't God healing you? Mm. Where's your God now? Yeah. We got a doctor here. We can treat you. We can set that bone. Well, you sleep it. You sleep on that and get back to us. Yeah. Wow. Moving on to some state news. Virginia. In Radford, Virginia, the officials have now replaced an invocation, which they were constantly using for Christian prayer. Uh, they have now replaced that with a moment of silence. As it turns out, if you, uh, if you take a look at the article, three of the council members in this, uh, in this town were just replaced. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they voted in three out of five uh, members. Three of them are brand new. And uh, they then took a vote, like it was one of the first things they did, was to, hey, let's stop doing this prayer thing. 
And uh, the vote was four to one. So now they're doing a moment of silence. They're saying you can you can pray or do whatever you want, and and we can get on with business. So uh, just a you know little little positive note. <laughs> right, got to pepper some, those in every now and again. Yeah. So some people moving into politics who uh, you know have a head on their shoulders. That's <laughs> nice. Well, and I th- it's kind of one of the themes that's been keeping me you know from crawling cr- crawling into a corner and crying recently is that (laughs) local elections count things like this do matter and state laws matter do do whatever you can in the local region and in your state to fight against the tyranny of the of the federal government at this point (laughs) you spelt tyranny wrong (laughs) okay (laughs) anybody nobody okay it's the postman i still don't know what that is (laughs) you don't know what the postman is no. Oh my goodness! It's a cinematic triumph. Is it a horror movie? No, it's a uh, Kevin oh. Costner. Oh, the Kevin Costner one. Yeah, no, I never saw that. Gold. Oh man, <laughs> you should watch it now. It'll scare the living shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll add that to the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also in Virginia, and I was kind of curious about this. The Virginia town, uh, Colonial Beach, Virginia, has given a grant. To renovate the stained glass windows of their local St. Mary's Episcopal Church. Mm. So the Freedom From Religion Foundation wrote them a letter saying, uh, you know, stop. Funding a church repairs violates the, the principle of the establishment clause. People of different faiths or no faith can suggest 10,000 better ways to use taxpayer money. I like the way they put that since it was $10,000. Nice. But I was kind of curious about about this. Does anybody have a dissenting opinion on this? Is it is it wrong for the town to go? No, we want that church to to look nice. We want to replace those stained glass windows. I could see an outside circumstance of like um, uh, St. Paul's Cathedral, something that is a historical uh, landmark. Yeah, historical landmark. It's not just a place of worship. It's actually part of our history as a as a building. That is like the outside case where I might see an argument, but that's about it. So the town voted to do this? <laughs> well, the town leaders did. Mm. <laughs> well, the church doesn't look very old. No, I don't think it's a historical landmark. No. Oh, look, you click on the picture and it takes you to a Google Street Map of it. <laughs> oh. hmm. Let's look around the rest of the town. There's a gym <laughs> next to it. Someone's little shop. Looks like a garage. I don't think stained glass, stained glass windows are going to help improve this area at all. It looks like <laughs> shit. Right. So it's not a historical landmark. It's just a church that is favored by the, the, the town council. Right. Right. And it is an active church as well. Yeah. They, they should not do that. I'm torn on this one because stained glass is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I wish I could do my regular windows in stained glass, but, you know. You can. People will I can't, you weird, but it's, but. Just, it's not just not acceptable, and it's not economically sure. feasible. But well, I'm going to go with a hard no on this one, even though it's <laughs> as cool as stained glass is. Right. So what's to prevent the gym next door from requesting stained glass for their building? Yeah, let's advocate for the river gym with a shark <laughs> on the side of the building. <laughs> Ian, what do you think? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I, I tend to take some time. Thanks for giving me some time to think about it. It sure. turns out that it's not a good idea. <laughs> I, I don't, unfortunately, I can't offer a dissenting opinion. I don't know. I can't think of a scenario where that would be appropriate. Obviously, you know, you guys were discussing historical landmarks, and this is not one of them. Mm. Yeah. Public funds to fix private stuff just seems wrong. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that you haven't considered the possibility that not everybody in the town that pays these taxes right. is willing for the money to go this way. So Yeah. The uh it, on the Friendly Atheist page it even makes reference to the Trinity Lutheran case that uh, we know about where they redid the Ugh. playground with the, mm-hmm. the tires that went to the Supreme Court. That mm-hmm. steams my clam. <laughs> they uh <laughs> they did mention that though and it, and said that it doesn't that theory doesn't even apply here because in at least in that case the playground was, you know, for public use. The playground was a place where kids could come in and play. Now, it was supported by the church, and the fact that taxpayer money went to repair it means that the church gets to spend its money on recruiting those kids as opposed to, you know, fixing the playground themselves. But uh, in this case, the church is not a public place. It's only for the Episcopalians, so it should definitely not, you know... It doesn't fall into the same argument, and yeah, it shouldn't be used. Public money shouldn't be used for it. So when it gets to the Supreme Court, and the money is allowable... 7-2! Woo! (laughs) 7-2. We'll remember back to the Trinity Lutheran case and go, See? See? Slippery slope. Told you so. Hmm. Uh, Moving over to Arkansas... A, uh, a judge in Arkansas has just blocked the GOP's medication abortion ban. The law that they enacted in 2015 was to make it so that anyone giving out uh, this medication, so you go to your Planned Parenthood or whatever your, the establishment is, and you say that uh, you want to get an abortion via pills or whatever, and in order for them to give you the medication to, to have the abortion take place, they required a physician to sign off on a piece of paper that said, yes, I'm not only, yes, I'm okay with this, but if there are any complications, you can come to me. So for every time abortion medication went out the door, they had to get a physician to sign off on a uh, complications letter saying that they will handle any complications arising from this person. Wow. The, uh, the court of appeals ruled that this was a burden on uh, the woman coming in to get the medication. It was uh, excessive burden. So there was a decision to block that law completely. Good. See, in the state, state news, even Arkansas. Now, now I'm wondering, where does it go from here? Do they not do anything until uh, Kavanaugh gets in place and then they take it to the Supreme Court? That seems likely. (laughs) Yeah, why file? You can wait. I'm sure... I'm. Pretty sure they think they got Kavanaugh on their side, and I'm pretty sure they're right. So, yeah. So I don't know how long they can wait before filing. Uh, I mean, appeal process is normally a, a few weeks. So I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about Kavanaugh and how likely that is to proceed later. But I was, uh, I'm kind of curious if that's going to be one of their, you know, arguing points. Very possible. It's kind of a weak one, though. I think they would probably try to go bigger earlier because they're greedy bastards. But we'll see. <laughs> Meanwhile, North Carolina, 9th District. This guy is a gem. He gets my asshole of the week. Uh-oh. You had me at North Carolina, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Harris. He's a Republican running for Congress in uh, Carolina's uh, North Carolina's 9th District. He has said, he said in a sermon, because of course he's a pastor, he says that uh, a woman only has one title according to the Bible. That title is helper. <laughs> It is not healthy for women to pursue or uh, over-prioritize their careers. I want to punch him in the head. He also, uh, let's see, where was this? This was in um, 
I believe this was in the same in the same sermon. He said, "Our cult in our culture, girls are taught from grade school that uh, what we tell them is what is most honorable in life is a career. The ultimate goal is to be able to grow up and be independent of anyone or anything. But nobody has asked the question that I think is critically important." Is that a healthy pursuit for society? Is that the healthiest pursuit for our homes? So basically suggesting, yeah, you should stay pregnant and in the in the kitchen. So uh, and then finished it up with the fact that the women should be in, have the title of helper. <laughs> I'll let Karen go first. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before he, he does, he, he he came back and he said that, look, you're, you're taking that all out of context. <laughs> Let me explain. The, in proper context, the Bible also clarifies the man's role. The man is to lead the family, but also to serve his wife and children. So there you go. It all It's all fine now, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Neanderthal. Oh, my God. I, I got no I got nothing. <laughs> he also made uh, his campaign added that he has a proven history of working alongside women and doesn't feel that it's necessary to defend his statements from the scripture. Oh, so he's got it's the I have black friends excuse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Oh, I hate this person. And it's not just him, but all people like him. He's a gem. I love the picture of him and his wife next to each other. I'm kind of curious about her opinions. Oh, wait, she's not allowed to have one. Right. right. She's only allowed to say say, say back what he says. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm speechless too, man. Yeah, I, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that, a, I'll just say that it's amazing that a guy like this who's straight out of the, what, 40s? Maybe early 50s? Early 50s, sure. I mean, he has a chance. He's, I mean, he has a good chance. I'm going to say, North Carolina, he's got a lock. <laughs> Write this guy in Locked as a lock. In. There's a lot of women in North Carolina. Turns out they're slightly more than half the population. There is a subset of them that will accept this. Yep. But there's a whole <laughs> bunch that won't. Nope. They don't live in North Carolina. Yeah. I think that the... And you know, the people who don't, won't tolerate this, do you know how many of them read this article? Yeah. One. <laughs> so we were talking to a, a graduate student that we know, and I asked him about the, the younger voters... Of the United States, and he's he's um, I forget he's I forget what generation he said he was, but um, the he said the well, he, whatever generation he's twenty five, so 25, whatever right. generation that puts you in, right. wow. The younger ones are way more pissed off. He said he said anytime he talks to them, they are lit up about um, the nonsense going on, and most of them are planning on voting, which is really unusual. Jeez, so, the, the ones I talk to are like, eh, I don't really pay attention to the news. <laughs> Uh, maybe uh, higher education, maybe because of the ones he's talking to are all students. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't know who you're oh, running at into. The, at those liberal colleges? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You go to a liberal college, they just teach you Hitchens and how to be angry. Yeah, great. <laughs> the kids I'm talking to are working at the smoke shop. There you go. <laughs> Their intellectual curiosity is not as broad. Yeah, we can hope. Well, we, we can, can do more than hope. We can encourage people to vote. <laughs> we can drive them to the polling places if they need a lift. Well, I, yeah. I, think, I think there's some momentum. I had a a bit of a long, disappointed scolding of my mom today. <laughs> because, you know, I talk to them often as I take my son down there to uh, to visit with his grandparents. And while I had some time to chat with my mom today, because all they do 
is like I say, they watch they watch the news and they yell at the TV and they yell at Trump. And then out of the blue, my mom today, she's like, yeah, I really regret not voting in the last election. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't you vote? She's like, she's like, I don't know. I just didn't like Hillary Clinton. She seemed too entitled. And I was like, your choices were a draft dodging monster who hosted a reality TV show or someone who you thought seemed a little too entitled and you didn't vote? <laughs> you went with B or A? You're like, well, I'll protest and not vote. Maybe they'll learn if Trump gets in. Oh, mom, you, my disappointment was both visible on my face and audible in my mouth hole. <laughs> I had to politely excuse myself because I want to treat my mom kindly, but my goodness. That mm. level of irresponsibility really, really disappointed me. And, and surprisingly, though, Ian, I hear that from a lot of people. <laughs> I think that a lot of people didn't vote because they didn't like Hillary. I didn't particularly care for her, but I knew, I didn't know how bad it was going to be. But I suspected it was not going to be good. Even if, yeah, but if it was like even flawed <laughs> democracy is better than fascism. Yeah, exactly. but yeah, but like, but to, to the people who were saying that to me, or the people who were like, I think to, I'm going to make a point and vote third party this time. I'm mm. like, are you out of your fucking mind and they're like i don't get it i'm like he is so much worse than her we can survive hillary clinton oh yeah right i'm like why like and again i don't know how like how your mother just doesn't see how bad trump was as like the rest of us and i'm and i'm like listen i'm all for voting third party but this is not the time to play that goddamn game no. play that game when it's hillary clinton versus mitt romney sure you know we could survive mitt romney yeah it'll be a little shitty but I'm like, oh, I just, oh, I fucking want to smash people's faces when they say that. Not that I would do that to your mother. Again. Say, I'm not going to go that far, but I was disappointed. The wind came out of my sails. Well, mm. that I just, I, I mean, again, not everybody consumes everything as much as we do. But again, to look at Trump and to look at her and go, oh, it doesn't matter which one. They're both jerks. Yeah. <laughs> to think that like, they were equal is, oh. like, no, one. Didn't disavow the KKK. <laughs> One said they were going to grab women by their genitals. Right. One is married three times, had affairs at least twice, impregnated. One created a fake university. A fake university, which he got sued for. I mean, he Trump stakes. I mean, the list is just endless yeah. of the things, of the warning signs. But what I learned today in a meme from a conservative friend of mine, that JFK Jr., was in line to win that Senate seat in New York, and he died three days before he would have gotten that, and Hillary Clinton jumped into that spot, so she was in there loosening lug nuts Loosen, and shit yeah, in the plane. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, wow. she's a total killer. Absolute killer. <laughs> Holy crap. I don't think that even is true, the timing-wise. It, it is not true timing-wise. Yeah. Let's see. JFK Jr., I think he died in 98? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, she could not. She was still first lady then. There you go. God damn it. Well, don't wow. prove that. If I show proof of that, it's just going to be fake news. <laughs> Total fake news. <laughs> False facts. Oh, yeah. All right. So to go along with how crazy Trump is, <laughs> I'm going to move over to world news. The In London, have you seen this? It is fantastic. A 20-foot <laughs> tall, angry baby Trump. And as they say in London... In a nappy. <laughs> they, they made a balloon 20 feet tall. It's a baby Trump having a fit, carrying his cell phone so that he can still tweet, in a diaper, and it's going to be flying over London when he visits later this week. 
Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to London, but it's still fantastic. I thought he was going to London. Well, yeah, I thought in any he was case, too. When they, you know, they were getting the permits and everything, which as of this article, they hadn't completed yet. They got the major permits, but they did not get like the local and the police sign off and stuff like that. But they were still working on it. But in any case, in in theory, he won't be there at the time where they have the permit to fly it. Mm. So he's not going to see it in any case. Oh, he'll see it. Not maybe, maybe <laughs> not in real life, but he'll see it. Right. <laughs> But there are a lot of protests going on. There's something like 10,000 people signed up to protest to protest him while he is in England. I thought he was going to London, though. You don't I, think he's... Now that you're saying that, I remember hearing something that he was going to go, and then someone over there, might have been Theresa May, told him, I don't think it's a good idea if you come here. There's going to be too many protests. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, hmm. he's meeting people elsewhere. <laughs> secret, secret undisclosed location. Yeah, basically. And supposedly, he's actually going to meet the queen, which is right. why she would do that. Did you Lord. see the, what I suspect is counter-propaganda that is being launched for this no. this visit? Yeah, the the U.S. Embassy in uh, in, in in England put out a, uh, a notice to all U.S. citizens in, in, in the U.K. to keep a low profile during Donald Trump's visits in fear that the protesters will attack them. What? Wow. No, turns out Brits don't really have a problem with Americans. They have a no. problem with our, our president yeah. and the, our government. They can definitely separate the two. Except for Texans. <laughs> yeah, they also, they also have a problem with Texans from yeah. my experience. Yeah, they, they don't It's like surprising, though, that the country that voted for Brexit is like anti-Trump. <laughs> well, the whole Brexit thing is kind of blowing up in their face right now. Yeah, yeah I, heard, I heard Boris hit the road. He did. Yeah. And a bunch of people are hitting the road. And right. they might be calling a vote of no confidence for Theresa May. Possibility, yeah. I thought that was only a Star Wars thing. I didn't know that was a real thing. <laughs> In parliamentary governments, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a real thing. I think she deserves it. And there is a lot of supposition that um, Russia was involved in the in the Brexit vote as well. I'm wondering, since this is all happening at once, if something is going to be coming out in the UK about improper Well, it's a one, it's a well-known fact that that one guy, not Boris, but the uh, Nigel, is that mm. his gut name? I'm the other guy? Cousin? That, what's that? <laughs> My cousin Nigel. My cousin. You have a cousin named You have a cousin named Nigel. No, I do. <laughs> There's another guy, the 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 non crazy version of Boris that was for Brexit, and he has been photographed numerous times eating dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Trump and mm. talking to Trump all the time. So if Russia had something to do with this, I would I could see the connections already. Yeah, we'll just find out when Michael Cohen opens his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I, I just man. I just want to see Cameron come back and be like, I warned you fuckers. <laughs> you're, you're in it now. I've moved. <laughs> yep. Well, the thing, I mean, if Russia, all they want to do is destabilize. They don't want Trump in office. They just want to destabilize America and, and make them look inward instead of outward. Same with the UK. They want to destabilize them and make them look inward instead of, you know, dealing with NATO and being in the EU and, and being part of an organization that can actually stand up against Putin. So this fits perfectly with his interests, Putin's interests, to do Brexit. So I, I I have no doubt at all that he at least attempted to influence, if not did influence. Not to mention that he hit the geopolitical lottery with Trump. I mean, Trump is like oh, yeah. probably going above and beyond anything he wanted. Yes, I would agree. He's like, he's shitting on NATO. He's shitting on everybody. And he says <laughs> great things about me. <laughs> this is a bonanza for Putin, yeah. Anything that destabilizes democracies worldwide, he's happy with. 
I didn't see it was real quick on the television. I didn't see who it was, but it was one of the NATO leaders was giving a speech in English and said that, uh, you know, Trump, you really need you should you should try and stay friends with your allies. You don't have very many of them. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> well, did you see the thing with him and the Dutch president? Hmm, don't think so. Oh, he was. The, yeah, when he came to visit and they were sitting in that room that they always sit at where they do the handshakes and all that shit like that. And was Trump, what was Trump talking about? Trade war? He was talking about something, about working out a deal with NATO. And he was like, well, if we work out a deal, it was great. And if we don't work out a deal, it'll still be great. And then the Dutch guy yeah. goes, no. <laughs> no, that <laughs> wouldn't like, be good. Yeah, no, but I mean, he's like, no. <laughs> We're working out a deal or else it's doom. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I saw that. Is he the same guy that um, did a handshake with Trump that pulled off, tried to pull Trump over? Was that Yeah. Him? Every, all world leaders, now that they're aware of it, they try to give... Give Trump the Trump shake. <laughs> they try to give him the Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're not budging me. I'm younger and stronger than you. It's awesome. Uh, while we're talking about world news, uh, Ian brought this up. Uh, I had completely missed it. The World Health Organization, I don't know what they did. They had some sort of, uh, uh, not a summit, but a... a... Yeah, so something similar to a summit. Yeah. Okay. Specific on, on breastfeeding? Yes, they came out with a, with a statement saying that uh, you know to encourage people, in, encourage mothers to breastfeed, and of course the United States, the delegates <laughs> from the United States decided that was going too far. We cannot get behind breastfeeding just yet. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh. So they, it was a resolution declaring that a mother's breast milk is the best food for infants, and to discourage uh, discouraging misleading advertising for formula and. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't agree with that. Yeah. Yep. The US delegate was like, mm, let's get going a little too far. Let's let's slow this down. <laughs> I mean, there are certainly times when in formula is is indicated in the, the baby's uh, you know, lactose intolerant or kinds of different things. But That's not. There is no cases where the baby is allergic to the mother's milk. Oh. That has never been the case. Oh. And it never the only time is if the mother is not able to produce enough milk. To sustain the infant, and that is sure. What, what if she's sick in some way, or yeah. like is I mean, there oh, are circumstances? Well, yeah, they, but they are they are less common than we are have been taught to believe. Hmm. I imagine I would still have a full head of hair if I was breastfed. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I don't know if those correlate, but I suppose it's possible. I can see if I can get you some grant money to do some research. Listen, my friend, you get your hair genetically from your mother's father, they say. <laughs> my mother's father died at 85 with a full head of hair. Well, maybe yeah. I'm adopted. <laughs> I know I'm part alien. I got that RH negative blood. So <laughs> so back uh, a number of years ago, there was I remember seeing a story about American companies that were going to Africa yes. and pushing people over there to switch to powdered milk. Right. And they would give them a free, you know, two weeks worth. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the time period is appropriate, and the, so all of these mothers were using this powdered material with water and feeding their babies. But they only gave them two weeks worth of free, and by that time their milk had dr- would dry up, and they could no longer breastfeed their babies. So now they were giving them having to buy this expensive formula and um, using local water, which sometimes is okay and sometimes it's not okay. Right. And um, so spending a whole bunch of money with company that they didn't need to spend, and their babies were dying because of the bad water. And none of it was necessary. It was just putting money in the pockets of these companies. So I think part of what the World Health Organization was trying to do was suppress that type of behavior 
but the Americans are unfortunately in the pockets of those same companies and didn't want that to happen. That is a true story. So yeah. the reason, so you're saying the reason that they said this was is because like baby formula companies might get mad that we're advocating for yes. breast Nest- milk. Nestle yes. will will pull its lobby money. And how if- many countries agreed to this, and we were the only one that didn't? That is a good question. Let me look. I can tell you that we threatened any country that tried to second the um, amendment or the the statement. So like Uruguay, they about the breast milk. Yeah, we threatened countries that agreed to this. Yes, we threatened companies that if you agree to this, we will not give you aid anymore. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's bold. What the fuck? I mean, what? I mean, listen, we are. The worst. Yes, we are. <laughs> the fucking worst. I mean, why don't we just, like, be honest and just put it, like, change the flag to a big fucking dollar sign. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is all they fucking care about. They do, we do not have empathy for people or babies or whatever. Right. Gerber needs their fucking moolah. Yep. Yeah. If the rest, I mean, I realize that there are a lot of systems out there and they are all flawed. But if people can't recognize the stage of capitalism that we have evolved in. Mm. is so broken and so diabolical. <laughs> like, this is, they've been pushing this all over the world. Oh, democracy, capitalism, it's totally the best. It's the butt. <laughs> if if contained, it works. But this is what yes, we're coming- regulated capitalism works. Right, yes. and now it is fully unregulated. unregulated. Is, is America. <laughs> yeah, and we are way down a, a, a horrible path at this point. Yeah, it is all about the dollar. It, everything is about money. All of it. Except maybe the abortion thing. That I don't get. But Well, that gets them votes, which gets them to screw over and get the dollar. Sure. It's indirect. You think but- Donald Trump cares <laughs> if they overturn Roe v. Wade? Could care less, because he'll just send his mistresses to another country. Whatever. Or what? It, yeah. First of all, if you're going to assume that Donald Trump has never paid for an abortion, you're crazy. Yeah, you're out of your mind. Um, and <laughs> if you think he really cares about who gets an abortion doesn't, you're crazy. Yeah. Did, will it get him more votes? Sure, probably. And that's all that matters. It's all about stroking his ego and putting money in And then in he can pocket. do tariffs on countries like China and somehow forget to do it on the products that Ivanka makes. Right. And and acquiesce to things when Ivanka gets big contracts. How do they not see this? I don't know. I was just told today on Facebook by a friend of mine who has threatened me on numerous occasions because I linked a Snopes article to him <laughs> that Mexico just nominated a socialist president, which, again, I'm not so sure about that. I know that that guy's crazy, made a lot of promises. I don't know if he's a socialist. Um, and he said, so you can go move down there because apparently now I'm also against capitalism. <laughs> and I said, no, thanks. I uh, I love America and I want to stay here. And he goes, I don't think you do. I'll see you soon or whatever. And then I link some other shit. But <laughs> socialism is not bad either. If no. you have a capitalist socialist company yeah. or yeah. company country, <laughs> which right. we kind of had at one point. We did. Yeah. A lot of people need to look up the definition of a democratic socialist. Uh, That's the word I was looking for. Not yeah, capitalist. The, the, the democratic socialist is, I mean, it is based on socialism in some ways in that the uh, like medical roads housing things that you know you basically need to survive to to live a decent life are provided by the government that is the socialist aspect but it's a capitalist economy in the background a democratic socialist believes in a capitalist society with social uh, safety nets sure that that is what it is so it is not a it's not true socialism uh, it is based in capitalism well, even true socialism, I mean... It's uh, not that bad. 
No, and you can, you know, you open your private shop, and there is private industry. There's private, there is industry. There are companies. There's capitalism. It's just there's more social things than capitalism. It's just swinging that that direction in the pendulum. That's all. Someone Wait, please, so you're telling please me? Please take a look at Denmark for a blueprint. Anybody yeah. who's interested, Jesus Christ! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are the three of you telling me that I just don't want free shit? Because <laughs> I thought I just wanted free shit. <laughs> <laughs> That I never had to work a hard days ever in my life. I'm pampered, and I just want free shit. There are very few people that are actually like that. There are some. I don't want to take care of people. That's not what I want. (laughs) (laughs) I just want free shit. Mm. Like, I heard the argument about the, uh, you know, uh, free college for for everybody, and uh, Ben Shapiro, Ray's favorite uh, news reporter, Mm. (laughs) uh, said something that is tantamount to making professors slaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by making them work uh, at for colleges with a free education, as opposed to the teachers who teach for 12 years. Without a raise. You know, we pay for that school, you know, and it's mandatory that you have to go. But that's not slavery somehow. You know, because the teachers get fucking paid. Right. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm completely stunned by that comment. I don't even know how that logic makes any sense whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Free college, that's slavery. Uh, yeah, free health care. No. Slavery. It makes no sense. <laughs> so, Jared, we're not going to pay. We're not going to pay those doctors. They're going to pay for all that medical training, and then we're going to shackle them to a hospital. <laughs> I, have, say, I have the more information for you, but hmm. sit down. It takes a weird twist. Okay. So, I couldn't get an exact number. All it says, all I found is there were hundreds of delegates from hundreds of countries at this thing. So there, hmm. there were there were most. Most countries were represented at this. Uh, Ecuador tried to propose this first, and the U.S. delegate said, if you propose this, we will impose tariffs on you and we will withdraw our military aid. (laughs) Ecuador sat down and said, I'm sorry. Mm. Uruguay and Mexico tried to do the same thing, and the delegate said the same thing. People went back and forth about it. And then out of nowhere, the delegate from Russia stood up and said, we're introducing this, and the delegate from the United States said, uh, and sat back down. <laughs> what? Yep. The <laughs> what is going on? The Russian delegate sat up and said, we want to see this happen. The U.S. delegate shut their mouth, sat back down, and outvoted them several hundred to one. So we were the only dissenter. Only dissenter. Totally got. After some attempted bullying, a bigger bully said, you sit down, or I will wreck you. <laughs> Well, we thing, own you. Well, yeah. They are a lot smaller. They have a lot smaller economy, a lot fewer people, a lot smaller army. And yet, somehow, they're winning gay Trump? That is fucking insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first part is insane, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, actually, all parts. All three parts are insane. <laughs> really? The first part, the second part were Russia, and the third part where everybody voted for it except us. Yep. Every, every of, level of, of these baby, stories. <sighs> oh, we, let me make sure we're still on script before I start throwing other crazy stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Did you guys see the interview on CNN where Raj Shah was asked point blank about NBC suggesting that there was a conspiracy between Kennedy and Trump to go mm. over the possible candidates? Uh, before he resigns in exchange for some assurances. And the White House just said, maybe. And moved wow. on. 
They made no effort to deny it whatsoever. They were like, no comment. Well, I heard that Kennedy said that he wanted one of his clerks to fill his spot, and one of his clerks did. So is it worse than unethical? And I know it's unethical, but is it worse than that? <laughs> is it illegal? Probably not. There's, um, they now? probably never thought to make a was, law for this. I was going to say now or now that that Kavanaugh is in. Mm, good point. Because Kavanaugh is very much the president he can could, do no wrong. Yeah, he could very much make it ethical. Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't know if we have to worry too much about that. He still has to swing other judges to agree to that bullshit. Who? They might. Who? Ne- which one of those judges needs persuading? Well, if they haven't done it now, like, Kavanaugh's going to come in and be like, totally, let's do this, and they're all going to agree. I mean, I assume some of them, not Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> like, He's going to latch on to the, whoever's strongest. Right. Yeah. Well, that, no, he's just... He's nothing. He's a mistake. (laughs) That some of them actually have, what is the word I'm looking for? Morals? Some morals. Like, they're leaning, but they're not, like, batshit crazy like Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I should stop hoping. Yeah. (laughs) It never works out. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck happens if if, if that's true? And he goes in there and he's like, yo president above the law cannot be pro- even though he tried to fucking nail bill clinton to right. the wall mm. right i can't believe he could do that and then turn around to be like exactly what i just did shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah well now i work for a bush so i mean I, what happens what what happens to this country if that happens uh i don't know two and a half years of this seemingly endless nightmare and then and then what, what happens when if something crazy even comes to be like Oh, no president has to, you know, only do two terms. Actually, there's nothing in the Constitution about voting or some bullshit like that. Like, we we reread it, and it doesn't really say there needs to be an election or something. Well, they did. Kavanaugh already did that. He already said, yeah, I know that Gore won, but I'd rather have Bush, so Bush wins. Mm. He's responsible for that. He was Mm -hmm. was part of that, the, the judges that voted in Bush. Yeah. So I think uh, I listened to a podcast that David Frum was on, and I, th- I think his one statement is fairly relevant in this conversation. He said that uh, we imagine that the only kind of danger to worry about is danger at the most extreme. So basically, if it's not Hitler, it's fine. <laughs> his statement was, there are many stops on the train line of bad before you get to Hitler station. <laughs> <laughs> And we, he, he's like, we're stopping you, at all of them, dude. Yeah. He's, if you look in the, in the past several months, you will see that we've been hitting these stops. The, the idea that we're going, we, we have someone in power who doesn't want to give up that power, who is putting so many judges in place, who is discrediting the media. I mean, these are, again, if you don't want to be compared to Hitler, stop acting like Hitler. <laughs> Right. These are things that happened in Germany in the 40s. It's it's very, very similar. Uh, he, he also said, you can't look at the fall of democracies around the world that have happened in the last several hundred years and still say that our situation is nothing like that. Well, let's, let's talk about this lawsuit about um, the kids that were ripped away from their parents. So the, a judge ordered ICE and uh, health and whoever has the kids currently to reunite the kids with the families. And there are were a hundred and something kids that they were supposed to return by today. They returned five, I think the number was. There might have been a few more by the end of the day. What are the penalties to the U.S. government for not abiding by the lawyers, I mean, by the for the judge's statement? What is going to happen? 
Didn't we ask this last week and we came up with nothing? Yeah. Right. Well, that was that was for the Senate specifically. In this particular case, uh, it is the same situation. Nothing will happen. It will get bounced to a higher court, and the higher court will side with Trump, and there will be no repercussions. Well, they've already um, not met the judge's ruling. They haven't met the deadline. So whatever his penalty is, he's going to try to now. But what do you do? Charge him money? Like wh- what? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, like what do you do to him? Right. I don't. I would have to assume that the judge has some sort. You know, it, it's it's within their their jurisdiction to like call in people in charge to issue new orders. To I mean, you could hold them in contempt of court. You could find them. I I'm I'm, I'm assuming that there are things to be done. Uh, whether or not they're taken, you know, all that seriously, or that they are, you know, all that much of a repercussion against them? I, d- I don't know. I don't know how far they can go. Well, I mean, you know, driving on this train going towards Trumptown, I mean, towards... Um, <laughs> Hitler <laughs> Station. Hitler Station. There you go. Towards Hitler Station. Why can't they just, you know, go in front of the judge and say, no, you want to find me? No, I'm not going to do it. Well, then you could be jailed for contempt of court. But you just don't show up. I don't know what the penalty could be for the federal government agencies that a judge could impose, being my point. <laughs> Right. You are correct. And it appears there are none. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what the judge does. Uh, again, I think that the orders were given. I, I have to imagine that the orders were given to a specific, specific department. People in charge of those departments, if they don't fill out those orders, could be held to account. I don't know to what extent. I don't know the law in that order. But mm. if there were no consequences, then how could the judge give the order? Sure. There has to be some recourse i would hope so okay right or they just might there might be recourse and trump just be like no pardon him no we're not gonna pay that i cannot remember the family's name but we had spoken on them they they live out in oregon they were holed up in a in a government facility they're two oregon the ranchers the bundies didn't he pardon them yeah yeah he pardoned the two like of them today? today yeah yeah he pardoned the bundies today i didn't even hear that yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, wow. so they were charged with arson. They were they set fire to what fields that were government yep. property, and they were were they convicted? I think they were convicted. Yeah, but they I were the punishment was slight. Right. So he he pardoned them just as a token. I I like what you did. You stood <laughs> up against the government. You're my kind of people. You're the government too. <laughs> See, it's, I'm surprised that he. Did. I mean, I understand that'll get him a lot of Yankee Doodle dipshit vote for that. <laughs> But it seems like the last thing he wants is people rising up against the government, <laughs> like to send that message. But well, they're they're the, they're the good ones because they're the, the the white folks that um, support the Second Amendment. It's, yeah, when they took over a gift shop or something, right? Well, <laughs> Just, it was it was a uh, you know outpost for that giant. It was a park. it was a rest stop on the highway, right? Something like that. <laughs> they took a, it was a government building that was like an information center or something. Yeah, it was welcome welcome center. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever have that moment? Like, I had a moment today when I was taking a shower and I was thinking about the Supreme Court and everything, and I'm thinking about Donald Trump, and there's just, like, this weird thing where I'm like, am, am I dreaming, like, that Donald Trump is the president? Like, <laughs> like I know it's true, and I know, and I have to deal with it, but there's just sometimes it's so far-fetched that I'm like, this can't be fucking real, right? <laughs> I, maybe I'm in a coma. This is just a weird dream that I'm having. Yeah, it <laughs> it's seems an autistic so real. kid looking into a snow globe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 
yes, I, I still have those days. I mean, for, for, at the very beginning of the, yeah, right after the inauguration, it was so unreal. I couldn't get past it. Now it's fewer and further between, but I still get those flashes. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm like, the guy who was in Home Alone 2 <laughs> and sold steaks and was like this big stupid blowhard and like a joke and shit, like he's in charge of the, of America? Yeah. <laughs> the country I live in? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hard to believe. So uh, I did want to hit on this. We've already talked about Kavanaugh quite a bit, but I did want to put a what? link Kavanaugh up. Kavanaugh got picked? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Kavanaugh got picked. The in- did anybody put money on that? <laughs> I got to go, guys. Uh, my cutoff is 947. <laughs> I will wholeheartedly pay that money to Ian, but uh, I have to say that I did not have all the information. I did not know that he wrote this shit about presidents being above the law. I would have never made that bet. <laughs> should have done I your agree. research. I agree, and I don't doubt you, but I would like to, to clarify, I had the same information you did when we made the bet, you and did. you are the one who initiated the bet. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I Listen, I said I will gladly pay. I'm just saying for future reference, for future right. Jared, if you ever listen to the show. who <laughs> baby. Do one day's worth of research. <laughs> so I did want to mention where Kavanaugh came from. We kept mentioning the Federalist Society last week. And uh, there is an article on the Daily Beast that gives quite a bit of detail about the, a guy named Leonard Leo. Leonard Leo is, what is his official title? Vice President of something or other within the Federalist Society. He is the guy who has picked 17 of Trump's uh, 18 federal appointees uh, to justices across the nation. What? Wow. There, 17 of 18 at, at the federal level have been members or associates of the Federalist Society. Leo also meets with Trump, I wouldn't say on a regular basis, but has passed information along about who he should pick. And it, it looks like, well, what, four of the Supreme Justices that are now, well, if you include Kavanaugh, three that are now sitting on the Supreme Court are associated with the Federalist Society, if not members. Gorsuch is a member. I don't know about the other two. But yeah, so this would be the fourth. So this is a group of lawyers who are indoctrinated from the moment they join law school. People are sought out at Harvard, at Yale, at the different law schools. They're sought out, handpicked, brought in. They're given things. They're given, you know, little luncheons, but they're also given access to uh, higher-up justices, to uh, clerk positions. They get Um, their skull and crossbones decoder ring. (laughs) Uh, It is really that level of a society. The, that they are handpicked, they are escorted through, given the best jobs that they can. All they have to, to do is follow the lead. They have to be on the conservative, secretive side of whatever these people want as a group. And it's a conservative group. This isn't conspiracy theory. They're out front about it. And this group has uh, is, is Catholic in base. So the idea that uh, for a lot of, of our, even though a lot of our leaders have been, you know, Christians since the, the sure. dawn of the country, uh, they've mostly been Protestants. This group is a Catholic base. They teach that homosexual acts are intrinsically disordered, contrary to the natural law. They, uh, they teach that, you know, abortion is specifically against the Bible and what God wants. 
And if you agree with all that, then they will fast track you on the way to the highest courts in the land. Hmm. So yeah, notable members of the society have included Chief Justice John Roberts, um, Antonin Scalia, Sam Alito, <laughs> Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Bork was a member, even though I didn't get in, Orrin Hatch, Ted Cruz. So it's a cornucopia a rogues of gallery. Uh, Ken Starr, it's another one. Richard Epstein. Boy, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Yeah. Knowing all this. Yeah. Uh, he also suggested renaming the law school, George Mason University's law school, uh, was renamed the Antonin Scalia Law School, just to lock in the history. <laughs> yeah. Was that after he died or? Yeah, after in yeah. 2016. Uh, uh, oh, there's just so much more worse than that. <laughs> so, sure. I also wanted to mention another group, not part of the Federalist Society, but Judge Amy Coney Barrett, who was one of the possible picks. I think that was who you based your bet on. That was where my money lied. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so she is not a member of the Federalist Society. However, she is a leader in a group called the People of Praise. The People of Praise are also a Catholic-based group. They, until very recently, their female leaders, now called women leaders, were called handmaids. Oh, God. <laughs> yes! So could women be members of the Federalist Society? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can black people? <laughs> Ooh, that's... Yes! Oh, that, yes, I think Thomas so, Thomas yes. is a member. Yeah. Yeah, but is he like a token black guy, or... <laughs> <laughs> the only good news I heard today regarding Kavanaugh is that it's reported that Mitch McConnell met with Trump and is kind of worried about the confirmation process with Kavanaugh because he has such a lengthy paper trail mm. yeah. of shit and that it might take a very long time to get him confirmed because of all the stuff that he has written down. You know, every email he did when he was working with Bushes in the Bush library, they can get access to that, you know, so it might take a while, but... God, this country is just the fucking worst. American. I, I mean, I love. There's things I love about America. There's a lot of things, but damn. Yeah. The people in charge are hideous. Yeah. The thing that scares me is how quietly organized they are. I did not anticipate that. I mean, the Federalist Society, this women's organization, the Blitz group. I mean, they're very organized. And uh, I don't think the liberals are nearly as organized. <laughs> Do they have anything? Is there any secret society that I could join for liberals? No, not that no. I'm aware of. <laughs> no. But oh. I, I do have hope in one note, though, I because I think that the thing that would destabilize America the most at the moment would be for a hard left um, liberal to get into office next. So that's in, in Putin's advantage. I think he should do that. <laughs> I'm joining Antifa tomorrow. <laughs> I, I need some kind of group to be part of. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I am going to put a link. I don't think we really need to go over it, but the Washington Post has a full article about Kavanaugh and uh, uh, things that he has done, things that he has said, papers that he has written. Uh, it's a decent read. There's a lot of information. But if you're interested in getting more background information about Kavanaugh, uh, it's actually kind of a neutral read. I mean, as neutral as you can get about this guy. It definitely is It's leaning against him because of his statements about the presidential powers. Mm. But uh, I'm going to include that link as well. Another thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, all the white supremacists running for office this this year. Uh, we had hinted about it before. There is uh, this article is on the Huffington Post. 
talks about a lot of different people running for office. First, it talks about David Duke and that when he ran for office. Uh, <laughs> but it has a decent amount about Arthur Jones in Illinois, uh, the straight-up Nazi who has a, a, emotional issues. I don't know if you've watched many of his videos of talking to people on the street, but, man, he gets angry fast. Oh. Yeah, he, he is <laughs> quick to... Uh, he surpasses Ian in that snapping factor. <laughs> <laughs> he's scary. He's, yeah. Well, I mean, he is scary. He's he's literally a Nazi. Um, mm. Now, granted, he's he's been disavowed by the Republican Party, and he's running in a place where there's really no chance he could win. But it's still, that's a scary, scary dude. But there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, Paul Nellen, Nealon? Neelan, probably, uh, is running to try and get Paul Ryan's seat. He <laughs> has a history of appearing on fascist white power podcasts. He was asked multiple times of if he was a white nationalist. He, the first two times, he didn't deny it. And then the third time, he just stopped responding altogether. <laughs> he campaigned for Roy Moore in Alabama. So, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah. He appeared on David Duke's podcast to discuss how Jews control the media. <laughs> so, not really a hidden, quiet Nazi. No. Uh, Sean Donahue, who is trying to get Lou Barletta's seat no. uh, in here in Pennsylvania. So, Dauphin, mm -hmm. the Dauphin County uh, Council of Republican Women invited uh, Donahue to speak at a forum. When the other count candidates found out that he was going, they all canceled. <laughs> so, the event was canceled. In response, Donahue put out a uh, statement on his website expressing the dismay that white people are becoming a minority in the United States. Uh, he claimed that Black Lives Matter and Antifa are prepping an armed insurgency. And yes. uh, he defended uh, his association with David Duke, who uh, he has featured on, uh, as a guest on his online talk show. So a lot of David Duke here. I can see why they started with him in the article. <laughs> sure. Uh, John Abar, I don't know much about this guy at all, but uh, he, he conf very confusingly, he tried to recruit blacks and LGBTQ people into the KKK in Montana. What? Wow. Uh, he what? is running as a Democrat in Montana. Whoa. Yeah. Now, he's been disavowed completely. Sure. <laughs> but one of his uh, key uh, platforms is pride and dignity for whites. <laughs> He's he's something else. Um, yeah. <laughs> Augustus Invictus. Now that's a name. That is that is a, that is a fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he was born Austin Gillespie. Uh, he changed oh. his name to Augustus Invictus. I'm sad. So <laughs> he was scheduled to speak at the Charlottesville uh, Supremacy Rally. I, it's not what it was called, but that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> So after, you know, after the woman died and everything, nobody, nobody spoke there. But according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, he is uh, associated with Richard Spencer. And apparently he worked with Richard Spencer on uh, <laughs> crafting anti-Semitic manifesto, the Charlottesville Statement. These people are running for office. I just want to make yeah. sure that I'm not Sorry, just... I only chuckle because it always just reminds me how frequently Richard Spencer gets punched in the face. <laughs> like a lot. He's also begging for money for his legal fees, so... Uh, yeah, still. Guys, I don't know how long I'm going to be on this show. Hmm? Oh, it's a good point. Are you going to be allowed to broadcast anymore? You're, you're too busy trying to control the media? Yeah, I, I might find myself in some type of summer camp. <laughs> Re-education camp. That is some scary... Camp. 
Yeah, that's some scary-ass shit. Well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, actually, you guys will probably be there with me. Everything you've said has been recorded and put on the internet. <laughs> so. I will only be allowed to agree with my husband, so. <laughs> <laughs> I might but, have to make a run for Israel. <laughs> I was going to say. So are you referencing the host of this show, you helper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I a will. story about how I got punched on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> so... Wait, from now from now on, when Ray introduces us, it's going to be like, hi, I'm Ray, and it's going to be, I'm of Ray? <laughs> oh, Christmas. I cannot get behind that statement. <laughs> uh, so there are a lot of other people on this list. Maybe not a lot, but there are a few more, a couple I wanted to mention. Joe Arpaio is on this list. Oh, goodness. Of course. Because if you remember, he's running for office. The I, sheriff. I, su- I suppressed that. Yeah, yeah. The sheriff who unlawfully detained people because they were brown, uh, he is now running for office. He was acquitted, or not acquitted, pardoned by, that was, was that Trump's, was one of his first ones. One of his that first was the first, I believe. Yeah. First public one. He has, he has repeatedly refused to condemn the American Free Press, which is an anti-Semitic publication founded by uh, Nazi sympathizers. So he has, he's also given interviews to that group. Uh, as recent as January. No, wait a second. The branding of this of this what is it? The American Free Press. Yes. Is a Nazi publication of uh, anti-Semitic publication. The American Free Press. You're kidding yes. me, right? No. <laughs> that no, is that's through this. This is the Soaring Eagle. What the <laughs> hell is the Soaring called? Eagles of Freedom? The yeah. Soaring yeah. Eagles of Freedom. Yes. <laughs> that is some marketing there. Oh, uh, sorry. Got you off your trail. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I mean, really, the rest, uh, he was the last one that I really want to mention. By the way, Lou Barletta, the the guy that was running against Lou Barletta, Lou Barletta is on this list as well. It's for <laughs> not, uh, not for promoting anti-Semitic conspiracy theories because he held a rally with a musician, Paul Topetti. I don't, I don't know this guy, but apparently this musician was known for promoting anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, non-specific. I'm assuming he's a Holocaust denier. But in any case, he used this musician in his campaign rally, and uh, people got on his case about it because this guy was anti-Semitic, and he did not disavow it. So I don't know much about Lou Barletta, but he's on the list as well. I find it amusing that there are two people on this list running against each other. <laughs> One's already in office. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, well, he might have he might have fallen for the marketing of the American Free Press tag. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I just I find it just so hard to digest that this many people that are with views that are this extreme mm-hmm. see the current situation in our country as the most open their window has ever been, and they're yeah. just all trying to jump through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all remember the pedophile that was running, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, if that guy thinks he can get through, why right. not Joe Arpaio? <laughs> do you mean Warren Moore, or do you mean the guy who is an open pedophile? The open pedophile. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, the story works with either of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the sad part. I Could know. you be more specific about which pedophile? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one that's running or the one that lost by a super narrow margin? <laughs> no, is that the anti-Semite or the actual Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> and no matter the answer there, you're going to have to be more specific. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the GOP did come out and say that nobody should vote for Arthur Jones in Illinois. They said, under no circumstances should any Republican vote for the Nazi 
Arthur Jones in November. They must skip over this race and do not cast a vote. They didn't say vote against him. They didn't say vote for the Democrat. They said right. don't vote for the Nazi. Well, really? that's just, yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> so they couldn't even say vote for the Democrat. Wow. Or vote for the other person. Sure. Just don't vote for Jones. <laughs> or, or God forbid, vote third party. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do anything that crazy. Just don't <laughs> support the Nazi openly. And do you guys, do we want to do another bet? How many votes do you think he's actually going to get? What percentage? Just g- g- give me a round number. 25%. What? Wow. That's bold. I am going to say three. Mm. Oh, really? What did you That's What did you say? 20%? Twenty percent. Twenty five. Karen said twenty five percent. Wow. Yeah. There are a decent number of people that will just red ticket the whole way. Doesn't matter who it is, and so that'll give him fifteen percent. And there's another ten percent of hateful, bigoted people out there. So I'm going twenty five. He is yes. running unopposed, right? Only Only during the Republican primaries was he running. Oh, unopposed. okay. He will be opposed by a Democratic candidate and. Probably, you know, your usual slew of independents, Green Party, Libertarians, that sort of thing. Mm. I'll say 10%. Oh, so this is still for primary? No. He has already won the primary, I assume, yeah. if he was running on a post. He'll get 25%. So uh, just to give you a little bit of numbers, I just looked it up. I think this is correct. The population in that district is 713,000 people. So if you're saying 25%, mm. you're looking at, like, I don't know. 1.5, so like 150,000 people. I don't yeah. think he's getting that. I don't think he's getting anywhere near that. No, there are a lot of people that will just punch the button, which is straight Republican, and he'll get them just right. by default. But I, I, I feel like I feel like the GOP will go as far as to put out radio and television advertising saying, do not vote <laughs> for this guy. Yeah, I certainly hope so. They put out uh, some statements, but I think you have to be looking for those statements to really see them. Right. I'm saying like 30,000. So what is that? Right around like 4 or 5%. That's what I'm thinking. I hope you're right. (laughs) 30,000 Nazis in Chicago? I'm... I'm, That's enough. Thanks. Yeah. Now, granted, th- that doesn't mean everybody who votes for him is a Nazi. A lot of people are going right. to go in and click the Republican ticket. That's with doing zero research and not understanding who they're voting for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. All right. We said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> Illinois Nazis. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> so the only other thing I want to mention, we're running a little long. The only thing I was going to mention, Scott Pruitt. He is out. I think he got it. He got was. Resigned right after we did the podcast, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the next day. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing I really wanted to mention about him, he has 13 investigations going on against him. It's not positive how many of those are going to continue, but it seems like, according to a article on Think Progress, um, most of those investigations are going to continue. The wow. The investigations that would lead to, like, worst case scenario, they would lead to him, like, being told that you need to, to resign, like anything that's a minor penalty are going to be dropped because there's, there's no point now. Yeah. yeah there's, there's no point to it. He's already out of the position. But it looks like a lot of the monetary investigations are going to continue because, as it turns out, those are actually uh, laws. You can't just squander taxpayer money in those positions. So it, it seems more than 50% of those investigations are going to continue. Wow. Good. Yeah. 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 
He got re- <laughs> he got replaced by a coal lobbyist, and I just told you guys earlier that the Bundys got a pardon. Yeah. Nothing will happen to Scott Pruitt. Probably true. Nothing will ever change until unless this imaginary blue wave comes. Mm-hmm. Mm. These people that are committing these crimes that we talk about every single week will all escape punishment a hundred percent. How about a hundred percent? Ninety-nine percent. Well, Manafort is currently sitting in a jail cell. That makes I said me ninety-nine <laughs> percent. I conceded. <laughs> that makes me a little happy. <laughs> Depending on where the investigation goes and how things look in November, mm. I want to be a little bit positive for those things until they happen. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the audacious uh, possibilities, though, are probable. I mean, the audaciousness of him, him uh, pardoning everybody, including himself, dismissing everything, and then saying, we don't need elections anymore. I would be appalled, but not shocked. If he tweeted that tomorrow to try mm. and get people... To, to get used to the idea, it wouldn't surprise me in any way. Yep. And the scary, probably the scariest part of all of that is the percentage of people that would be behind him raising their fists in the air saying, yeah, yeah. That, Trump for life? Trump yeah. for life. Trump for life. I don't know what kind of marketing and PR people that, that they have on the Republican side, but they are perhaps the smartest and best people in the world. <laughs> because on the Republican side, they just have... Person after person saying, you don't deserve health care. Give me all your money. Mm. You know, give me, just give me. And on the other side, we have people saying, you need better education. We want to give you better health care. We want to give you better jobs. We want to give you more money. And what do they say? Fuck you, libtard. <laughs> I'm going with these other guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. Every time. Every time. I don't know how you can, how they, I don't know. I don't know where I went wrong. <laughs> you weren't racist enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all I want to do is create a government that provides for you. Nope. <laughs> I want to give all my money to Mitch McConnell. And on top of that, we're going to get rid of all the rules and regulations that make your water clean and your air breathable and oh. your land not polluted. Let's just not do that anymore. We want to go back to the times when Lake Erie can catch on fire. <laughs> That was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it really happened. Yeah. Lake Erie caught on fire. Yeah. And we're so, so much better off now than we were back then. And yet we want to backslide. Why do we want to do this? It's not even a backslide. It is a forceful push back. Sure. <laughs> it's not like we're slipping. We're just turning around and heading the other way. Right. <laughs> but one day I may be rich. And when I'm rich, I want to fuck everybody over too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that could possibly be going through their goddamn heads. Well, and that's part. Well, th- did you see um, Trump's speech recently about um, trying to convince them all that um, they were all the elite? We've got better houses. We've got better boats. He's talking to people in Montana. No, it was South Dakota. So, whatever. South Dakota. <laughs> South about Dakota. their boats. <laughs> about their yeah. boats. Well, no. He when he first started that, he was talking about himself. He's like, "I have better boat. Yep. I have better this." You're the elite, too. And none of them go, I live in a fucking trailer home. What is he talking about? <laughs> nope. They cheered along. Yep. They are fucking mouth-breathing sheep is what they are. And they are being suckered, and they don't fucking care. Right. What they think is that it's only circumstances and the liberals that are holding them back from being from having that fancy boat and being the elite. They think that if only the minorities in this country would get out of the way, they would get the big job. That um, made them rich and famous and gave them their boat. 
It's not their individual circumstance and capabilities that's holding them back. It's the minorities. Specifically immigrants. Specifically immigrants, yeah. And for some of them, it's it's every minority. It's every brown person. It's every Jew. It's every woman that's taking a job that belongs to him. Yep. All right, can we go? I can't take much more of this. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to end on a on a hop okay. note. I really did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, that's weird. I mean, no, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's several ways you can support it. You can share the podcast on social media, leave review on iTunes. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can do it on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet at profanearg. Please check out soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. There are other shows that you can check out on there. I hear that there is a show specifically about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, minute by minute. You can listen to the review <laughs> of the movie minute by minute. I don't understand, but I'm. It's apparently this something. This is your chance to learn more. Yeah. Was this supposed to make us feel better? <laughs> Are you talking about that? Because it's like it's a whole world of pure imagination, Jared. I couldn't get that song out of my head the whole fucking show. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm dead. I mean, I'm Jared. (laughs) This is Ian. Yay. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Tired of pretending, pushing out.